0: Welcome to Superpower Stories, where we share our favourite tales of colonialism and acorns with you, our rebellious rabble. This week's story is Dushian the Eerie Rua by Lewis Kenny. Er, Eriaglin.
1: Far across the sea, in a wild and mystical forest called Irin there lived a fuzzy bunch of red squirrels known as the Irrarua. Now, red squirrels love nothing more in the world than collecting acorns, and every autumn they would all go out together and gather them up in a big pile to store for winter. They would sing their squirrel songs, dance their acorn jigs, and tell magical squirrel stories in their squeaky squirrel language called Biog. These were exceptional times, and the Irrarua lived in peace and harmony but nothing lasts forever. Before the last acorn fell, Irin was invaded by a force of grey squirrels known as the Greycoats from a neighboring forest called Fuzzywood. The Irirua fought back bravely but they were no match for their larger counterpart. 50 years have now passed and the sadness has gripped the land of Irin. The Irarua no longer hold their acorn festivals. No stories told or songs sung. And almost no one could remember a word of Beyond. Soon all would be forgotten. Which is the saddest of all. For a squirrel that doesn't know where they came from is like a tree with no roots. But one brave little squirrel was about to change all of that. Rian And our younger brothers, Rí-Rá and Rúlyabúlyá, were out in the eastern forests of Irin, searching for acorns to bring back home. Winter was almost upon them, and Rihanna knew that they didn't have enough to last them through hibernation. Right, Cúinus and Ish, let's grab the acorns and bring them back home. We're not supposed to be here, said Rihanna. Rihanna was always the responsible one and knew the less time spent in Greycoat territory, the better. Ah, come on, will ye Have a bit of crack! said re Ra, as he launched the giant acorn right into Rulia boolis nose. Ah, here you are, dope! Leave it out! You're after a bashing me in the nose! I bleed and kill you! screamed Rulia booli as he scrambled his way towards his brother. Stop being nish! Have you both nuts for brains? We have to be quiet. We can't be here. If they catch us looking for acorns in their forest, we'll be in big trouble, said Rihanna, in a firm whisper, stepping between both of her brothers. Oh yeah? Well you can tell those big bunch of rhyming knitbag rodents they can bite my bony, fuzzy tail, replied Rhi Ra, wagging his tail with a taunting grin. Yeah, if they were here right now, they'd do absolutely nothing, retorted Rulia-Bulia, countering with an acorn of his own. But instead of hitting his brother, it flew all the way over his head and into the dense forest behind him, clattering loudly on the forest floor. Too loud. (coughs) Gatubbin, all of a sudden with the swish of a tail they were surrounded on all sides by large galumphing grey coats and from the largest sycamore tree climbed down a squirrel almost as big as a cat in a shiny grey coat and a large sycamore hat he paced up and down all fancy and that and opened his buck teeth to speak fancy that what do we have here then red squirrels in my forest stealing my food assaulting my soldiers with acorns from afar. How rude! Don't you know who I am? I'm Lord Fudsbury. I rule these lands, lest you be mistaken. Now stand aside, little red fellows, for your acorns I'll be taking, said Lord Fudsbury, and with gusto at that, so much so it almost knocked off his sycamore hat. Let the whole Lord Fosbury. We need these acorns. If you just let us keep them, we'll... Rena began to plead, but was swiftly interrupted. No, 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 you fool. Didn't you learn in school? I will tell you this only the one time. When you address a grey, you should do so in rhyme. In rhyme, is it? Oh, fine. Cuts across raw with a wide cheeky grin and a glint in his eye that Rhiannon knew meant trouble. Oh, pretty, pretty please, your Lord Fuzziness. Please let us keep these acorns whole, and we'll be on our way back home. From the forest that you stole, said rhi in a tone of voice which you could figure that he didn't think all that much of Lord Fuzbury or his sycamore hat. How dare you! We need these acorns, and I'm sure you'll think it fair to praise that we have given you much in return, removed you from your savage ways. For you see, we too have forests back home, and our scurry can't stop expanding. We need more trees for us to climb, so this message now you'll be understanding. These forests are ours, and we'll take what we want. So I think it's really for the best that you and the rest of your ira kind either go to hell or stay in the west. And that was that. There was nothing they could do. They left their sacks of acorns and ran home as fast as their little paws could take them. Just as they reached home, Rihanna felt a small snowflake drop onto her nose. Oh dear Lynn, she thought. Winter is here and what a bitter winter it was the worst that the Irarua had ever seen the poor harvest was also followed by a hard frost on the ground which decimated half their supply they had piled up by the time they knew what was happening it was all too late they were very tired very hungry and positive vibes amongst the Irarua was at an all time low but Riena never lost heart She did her best to raise everybody's spirits, but it was no use. They were all broken. Gatubba and Ish, something you wouldn't at all for wish. Horns and drums began to sound in the east, becoming louder and louder with each passing minute. The Irirua knew too well. It was the Greycoats who were just coming into view. Rhianna looked on and once again saw what looked like an oversized rat leading the way. It was none other than Lord Fusbury, who had gotten himself an even bigger sycamore hat. My dear Reds, I have something to propose. Yes, the answer to all your problems was right under my very nose. You see, our acorns are buried deep, deep in the ground. And we need your paws to dig them up wherever they are found. Do this, and all the acorns you can eat will be your prize. So come work for me. Yes, I think it would be wise. Rhianna and her brothers didn't want to work for the graycoats, but what could they do? It was already winter, and they had run out of food. Tashaygama. Gellamed, Lord Fuzzywood. Lead the way, sighed Rihanna. She was finally broken. They arrived in the eastern forest and were put to work right away. They worked in pairs, but there were in an odd number of Irarua. There's something different about these squirrels, thought Rina. They were not as big as the grey coat soldiers. Their coats looked ragged and worn, and their paws had blisters from digging all day. In fact, if it had not been for the colour of their fur, Rihanna would not have been able to tell the difference between her Irarua and these fellows at all. They worked together for hours without squeaking a squawk, until finally one of them spoke, though Rihanna wasn't sure if he was talking to her or himself. Isn't it funny, the way things are told? We dig these acorns from when we're young to we're old. We don't ask for much and receive little return. All day we just dig and churn. Isn't it funny? Here we are together and it really makes you think. We're not so different after all. (laughs) Indeed, we both stink. We're both hungry and they'll walk us till we're dead. Doesn't matter to them if our coats are grey or red. Isn't it funny? I've never seen a red squirrel before. All my life it is you I'm told to fear. That you are lazy and stupid, and you'll take everything I hold dear. Yes, it's so funny. I can see it clearly now. How those in power try to divide, turn squirrel against squirrel, when together we could turn the tide. We do all the work, and for them there is no shame. But one day we will climb and tails will tremble, for we'll have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Rihanna didn't know what to say. She finished up her work for the day and returned to her camp with the rest of the irarua The camp was crowded and was surrounded by greycoats. They began to line up to receive their daily food rations, overseen by none other than Lord Fusbury himself, sitting on a mountain of acorns. And would you look at that? He'd just gone and gotten himself an even larger sycamore hat. When the Irarua looked at their food, they were so angry. A handful of seeds was all that was given, not the acorns they were promised. Rihanna was flabbergasted. Are was having a laugh? I'm after pulling out the bleeding acorns all day for years and and are only giving us this, cried Rulia Boolia as he threw his handful of seeds back in their faces. Quiet you! you insolent little rodent to reject. We will teach you some respect. This behaviour we cannot allow. Greycoat, seize him. Seize him now, ordered Lord Fusbury. Immy, lat! cried Rena. At last she could no longer stand it. Without even a blink of an eye, she leapt into the air and floor three grey squirrel soldiers (laughs) where they stood. Nobody touches her little brother. And before any of them could even utter a rhyme, Rihanna threw a roundhouse kick, knocking Lord Fuzbury from his acorn mountain and began to cry like a spoiled little brat. For ground before him, smashed to pieces, lay his beloved sycamore hat. With a rallying cry, Rihanna charged and crashed down upon the grey squirrel forces with kicks, bites, and acorns flying everywhere. Knowing they had been defeated, Lord Fuzbury ran back to Fuzzywood with the rest of the greycoats. When the battle was over, Irarua cheered and chanted the name Rina Rua and proclaimed her Bon Rina Rua Queen of the Reds That night they celebrated They ate the finest acorns and for the first time since they could remember, they sang new squirrel songs danced the new jig and told new stories of hope in their wonderful beyond They fell asleep that night with full bellies and happy hearts and Rina couldn't believe it They were home The next morning, Rina Rua and the rest of the red squirrels woke up to a new day. A new season, in fact. Jesus, I'm delighted to see the back of that winter, said Ria who'd been up all night shoveling acorns into his mouth, as am I. But sure, if there was no winter, this spring wouldn't be half as nice, replied Rina. Here, Rina, Hurry! We're after surrounding the rest of them greycoats in the heart of the forest, called out Ruly leaping from branch to branch. Want some more, do they? They're after messing with the wrong squirrel. Iridna boo, cried Rih-Raw, and Iridna boo, they cried back. They broke camp and ran as quickly as their tiny paws could carry them. When they reached the heart of the forest, Rina took her place at the front of her companions, which had the greycoats surrounded. There was a tension in the air, that things could get out of control and Rihanna knew this. However, she was surprised to see that it was not the large squirrels they had ran away before. These squirrels were small, certainly not soldiers. She was unsure what to do. But before anyone could act, a lonely grey squirrel emerged in between the two groups. It was the same squirrel that Rihanna had been digging with the day before. We understand you're angry, and you have every right we've seen. But we cannot go back to Fuzzywood, for there we have never been. Our family were brought here years before, to work and serve and nothing more. I understand there is anger and fear on both sides, but we've more in common than divides. You want this forest, and for us to go away. But we've nowhere else to go, so here we shall stay. So go ahead and let's destroy ourselves and will it be done if we want everything to be lost and nothing won, said the squirrel. Leanna moved forward to meet the grey. She knew now what must be done. Stand down, grey. This forest does not belong to you, announced Rhianna, to cheers from the Irarua. But perhaps it does not belong to us either. Silence had descended upon the forest, so much so that you could hear an acorn fall from a mile around. And if it belongs to neither, maybe it could belong to both. What's gone? is gone what was will never return what is now cannot remain but we have an opportunity to make a fresh start for us all to thrive a forest needs more than one type of tree I'll even say it in rhyme if I must that's what they call biodiversity said Rihanna picking up an acorn and burying it deep in the ground. We plant trees today so tomorrow we might sit in the shade, said the grey squirrel to Reena and shook her paw. And I think everyone, by your words, have just been swayed. Reena looked around and saw every squirrel, red and grey, cheering and shaking hands. Together, they will make these forests fair and equal for all squirrel kind. How this works out for them, though, we'll find out in time.
0: You've been listening to Do the Rua by Lewis Kenny, performed for you by Graham Coughlin. Sound design and composition by Lara Gallagher, and directed by Mark Ball for Superpower. Our theme tune was composed by Tom Lane. But the story isn’t over yet. With each podcast we’ll be sending you an interactive challenge for our listeners, which you can complete in your own time and then share with us at Superpower. Want to get more involved in the world of Dushian the Rua? This week, we want to know your ideas for future fables. Is there a question you really want to know the answer to about the historical, political, or modern world? Draw us a picture or write us a short blurb of this fable where an animal meets the topic of your fancy. Could it be the story of the French Revolution as told by sloths and fireflies? Or the creation of the GAA as a purely mole-rat movement? Send us your ideas on Facebook or Twitter at superpower, or Instagram at super.power always with your parent or carer's permission. That's super as in superwoman and Power as in the New Zealand abalone, P-A-U-A. Don't forget to use hashtag SP stories in your posts. Thanks for listening.